listening to the Ed Curation Podcast. We bring you stories from educational leaders about the instructional resources, practices, and movements that are reshaping learning. It's a little bit of social work, a little bit of science, and a little bit of passion. The most valuable resource is also their time. It just can't be wasted on fluff. But we have to be able to continuously poll our students and just give them voice. We have to paint texts that are totally going to push their thinking. Originally, I was working in early years and the primary setting. So I was really focused on that early identification and getting, reducing those barriers um, before the gaps get really big. But from there, I really got into that multi-sensory learning, life skills and learning through um, experiences, which kind of led me to the position I'm in now, which is actually a secondary setting. Um, And I've really developed my kind of interests in in supporting teenagers in trying to work out where they want to go with their lives. Our guest today is Hannah Doherty. Hannah is a secondary inclusion coordinator working with students with special needs and learning challenges. She's originally from Norwich in the UK, but has been working for the last 10 years in a private school in Dubai. She came to share a tool that has been a game changer in supporting her students with dyslexia, dyscalculia, and other learning challenges. And I promise we'll get to that, but I'm sure that you, like me, are interested in how she ended up living in Dubai. I wanted to travel, and I think it was just the luck of the draw. It's where I ended up. It was about that experience of living somewhere else and being part of that culture. And Dubai is an amazing city. Like it's like I've said, it's very multinational. There's sun the whole year round, and it's it's given me an opportunity to live a very um, interesting lifestyle and meet lots of different people. It's a great place to be. Yeah. So in the course of your of your teaching, you have run across a resource that has really helped. What was the gap or the need in the learning that you were seeing that was causing you to even be in the market for the resource that you come to share? So where we started was we were actually really looking for something to support us with maths um, and identify dyscalculia specifically. We found that that it was an area that within our setting we were really struggling with. So we set off and did some research to try and find something that would help us screen for potential barriers. And then from that, something that would then support those individuals with the gaps in their learning or potential barriers to develop those skills that they required um, so that they were able to access the secondary curriculum because particularly with maths it's one of those things where if you don't have those underlying skills it, it becomes very very difficult very quickly to access the things that it's being built on so that's kind of where we started it's it's hard to find yeah and so there wasn't a lot to choose from am I right about that Uh, In terms of mathematics, yeah, it's really hard to find something that's super systematic and that is going to identify something, identify where the students are, identify their gaps, and then using that as a starting point, build up. We did find it quite challenging to find that resource, yeah. So you found IDLS, which stands for International Dyslexia Learning Solutions, and They offer a program for both literacy and dyslexia and dyscalculia. 
for math. Yeah. So they have their literacy and then their maths programs. So they have both. Right. Okay. And how did you first hear about them? I'd heard other educators talk about it, but I'd never really looked into it. When you look at their website and you talk to other people, the testimonials that you can see shows that it has quite a significant impact quite quickly. They talk about quite dramatic progress, particularly around the literacy program. So we're really interested in um, trying it out for both um, because obviously we're specifically looking for mathematics but also being in an international setting literacy can be a barrier not only in terms of specific learning needs but also a, a large cohort of our school is English as an additional language so there's there's those gaps there as well it looked like an interesting program to also support with those learners as a quick side note, remote schooling has been a challenge for everyone this past year and a half, but it has been especially difficult for students with special needs and learning challenges. They depend heavily on structure, and when the outward structure of the school setting is missing, it becomes all the more important to provide lessons that provide repetition, time for revision, and reinforcement of skills and learning. A program that can provide those things in a remote asynchronous setting is a rare find. And in your experience now, having used the program, how is it different than some of the other programs you've used or that you are considering? I think for us, it was really good because it is actually a computer-based program and they use that multi-sensory approach. So that interaction and because it's on a computer, it increases the level of independence the students have when using it. A lot of the other particularly literacy-based programs we have were paper-based. And though they may use the same kind of systematic approach in terms of developing students' um, understanding of sounds and phonics, you had to sit with them and go through that with them. Um, so obviously it was more time consuming and also they were then reliant on you and your correction. Where with this, because it's on a computer, we can do it as a group and they can all work. And I think it really boosts their confidence. It's also good because it's on a computer. It means that it can be used at home. So it doesn't have to take away from instruction time in terms of school. We can work on other things if we need to, and then they can use it at home and work with it under their parents' guidance. So that was really good for us. Okay. I want to make sure that both I and my listeners understand this is this is not a comprehensive math curriculum. It's an intervention tool, right? Yeah. So it's being used in a supplemental way. Can you describe how you actually use it with students in conjunction with your curriculum? Yeah. So with the math program, um, some of the, the math lesson time so that they had an opportunity to access it within school, but it, it was used to close gaps that they may have. So we found that we had a lot of students coming up without basic number knowledge. So they were struggling with their times tables. They were struggling even like counting to a hundreds correctly. And that basic addition skills, they, they just needed practice on that. So it was used to develop develop those underlying skills so the teachers could then focus on building the schools up those skills up and helping them access the the, the maths curriculum that we have got it okay and and what have been your success stories and your student outcomes before you're allowed to do anything on it you have to baseline the students so that gives you a really really clear picture of their current level so in terms of the the math program like for example we had a grade six student who was very disengaged in terms of the topic and we weren't really able to work out 
why until we put him on IDL and we got the baseline and it showed that within his mathematic knowledge he was operating at around grade two so then suddenly it, it became very clear why he wasn't engaging in the learning and um, so that gave us a really good starting point to then build up his confidence and build up those skills and really help him access what was happening in the classroom and then in terms of the literacy uh, one of the success stories would be we actually had a student that joined us last year who was from Saudi and he came with no English whatsoever and obviously he's grade 11 so the academic demands were quite high and he was really frustrated because he understood the content but he wasn't able to express himself and I think that the progress that we saw in his writing and his it was incredible over the course of the year and that really really helped him. And so for those students, those two students that you just described, they would be in the classroom with the rest of the class. So they didn't need to be pulled out or anything, but they could be maybe working independently using IDL on a computer in the classroom while maybe other groups of students were doing other things. Is that how it's implemented? Yeah, so we've used it in a couple of different ways. So um, we've used it within the mainstream classroom. So people are working on it while other people are doing other things. So it's it's amazing for keeping them included within the learning environment while working at their level. We've also used it, at, we have used it as an intervention as well. So maybe they've come say 10 minutes before homeroom and they've done like a quick 10 minute intervention but we've also used it with a home partnership so they actually don't do it in school they do it as a supplementary thing at home with their parents support so it can be used in a multitude of ways if you're a regular listener of this podcast then you know that in addition to my many years in the classroom dating back to the pleistocene age i also spent several years as an instructional coach and a literacy consultant and in those years the hands down number one need expressed by teachers with whom i worked was for a way to adequately differentiate and address the needs of their struggling learners while also providing rigorous instruction to the rest of the class, especially in literacy and math. If I had had or known about this resource during those years, I would have been the fairy godmother of entire districts. It would have been like Christmas every time I walked into a classroom if I had had ideal solutions under my belt. Because it is that computer system. So they, they get their login and then they're away. It's quite easy for them to use as an interface. So once they're on and they've sort of had five minutes, they're quite able to go and do it independently. Okay. And then I guess what I'm really wondering is the work that the students are actually doing with IDL on the computer, it's designed in a way that is walking them through their dyscalculia and their dyslexia. So they're closing the gap, but is it also helping them rewire the way they're looking at numbers and letters? Yeah, so I'd say that it's closing the gaps. It's quite repetitive in the way it presents information. So they have multiple opportunities to go over the same content and really push that information into their long-term memory. And it also doesn't let them move on to the next step until they've mastered the skill that, that they're currently working on. So it builds up as it goes through and gets more complex because it's designed for people who have dyslexia. It's repetitive, but they really like the fact that they give you words with the target 
sound normally and it builds up into sentences but it also gives you the opportunity to speak into it so you practice the spellings and and typing the words so it's quite good for typing skills as well as a supplementary skill and then you have to read the sentence and it records your voice and it plays it back to you so you then have the opportunity to speak and listen to your voice saying the words so that's quite good the maths program is probably more primary based or elementary based in terms of the interface that it uses the kids really enjoy the elements and the way they present different questions so it it may be the same question but it comes at them in in different formats so they don't necessarily notice that they're doing the same questions and that's quite good yeah they can see the progress in what's happening and you you have opportunities to read baseline so you can see when you go back to that baseline how much progress they've made and they enjoy seeing that progress um, it's, it's really good in really focusing in on where those gaps are the students need to work on. And also, it sounds like it, it ha- it's a diagnostic tool. It's figuring out where and maybe why a student is struggling if they're truly struggling with dy- dyslexia or if they just have a learning gap that hasn't been addressed. It, it covers all of those things. Yeah, and it it really focuses in on the specific gaps as well. So I know here we have a massive sound with the I and E sounds in terms of the it and the eh because of Arabic, that the students really struggle telling the difference between those two sounds. So you'll see all of them will have that come up as an area that they need to develop and you'll see them all having to go through that process. So even to that level, it it can pick up on those issues and that really helps with their pronunciation and their spellings. And then within the math program, it picks up on the concepts they may be struggling with as well. And it also, it presents them in different ways. So they have the opportunity to practice those skills in different scenarios. And it sounds like it's personalized. So once they've succeeded the program, the algorithm of the program can tell them go to this skill next or go back. It automatically, it will automatically do it. So the the student doesn't need to do anything. It will automatically put them up or it will keep them. It doesn't, um, you, you never go backwards with it. So it will just keep you at the same level and you'll practice the same skills or it will take you up to the next one. Okay. And then it sounds like the teacher doesn't have to do a lot of monitoring other than to just maybe keep track of the dashboard and monitor student progress. Yeah. And that's also fantastic as well, because particularly if students are using it at home, you it monitors the logins as well. So, which is useful working with teenagers because you get a lot of, yeah, 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 I totally did it. Um, and then you can look and be like, um, no, you didn't, or you did, but you were there for two minutes. So that's really useful. So you can actually see why they're making progress because you can see they're in every day and they're doing what they're supposed to be. Or if there are concerns about the progress, you can be like, well, you're not using the program as it should be. So that's really useful to, to help keep an eye on what's going on. So I'm curious about your role because you are um, a specialist, an interventionist, right? And so you aren't working with one group of students in a classroom. Are you working with teachers to help find help them find tools and to modify their own pedagogy in order to address diverse learner needs? So I work with students and I run interventions, but I also work with teachers and I help them with their planning and um, making sure students are included, trying to remove those barriers within mainstream. 
So I'm guessing that you can give a little bit of a before and after snapshot of your school and how this learning was being addressed prior to finding LDIDL versus now. I think the big difference that IDL has had is it's made us much more systematic and it's meant that we can run interventions with bigger groups. Prior to having IDL, we would be using things like toe by toe or the power of two, which again, they're very, they are systematic programs, but they have to be run one-to-one where with IDL, we can run them as a group. We could run them as a whole class if we wanted to. And it also means that we can have non-specialists using the program, which means that they the interventions can be going on during a literacy, they can go on during an English lesson or they can go on during a math lesson. So that's been hugely impactful in that it's given us more freedom into when and how. And so I'm guessing that teachers like it. And does it take a little bit of training for them to be up and running with it? Yeah, in terms of the baselines and the actual monitoring, that would come from us as an inclusion team. So from a teacher's perspective, all they have to do is get the students to log on. And once the student's in, that's it, the job's done. And then from our side, we would be monitoring that login and the progress and we would do the baselines. But even that is not particularly challenging. It's quite an easy interface to use for both us and the students. That's great. So I'm curious about the students because students who are using an intervention, it indicates that they have struggled. So they've either struggled in their literacy or they've struggled in their numeracy. They have some emotional baggage around the content that you're asking them to interact with. So how have you seen this tool shift their mindset around math and literacy? I think the program has been really positive because that independence that comes with it. So though it's something they struggle with, there's not someone there with them watching that struggle because it is a computer program so they can use it at home. It means if they do have those insecurities about um, the challenges they might be facing, they can have that same support but it doesn't need to be done in school. It doesn't need to be seen by their peers. We're a very inclusive school. And as an inclusion department, we work really hard to be present. So it's not necessarily seen as a negative thing. And then going on to do programs like this, I think it's it's really helped to boost their confidence in the subject that they're particularly struggling with. So what teachers would you recommend check this out? It sounds like you are your school is using it school-wide. I think it's really good for people like me who might be an inclusion specialist or working with people that are learning English. But I do think it also would have that it would it would have an impact for like a whole class teacher or a subject specialist within um, literacy or maths. So I do think it has quite a range of potential. And what grade levels? It based on where the gaps are. So the eldest I've had on it was 17, but also my primary counterpart used it with lower grades as well. It's a really good comprehensive program that I think has a lot of potential to support students in developing their skills that might be missing. So yeah, they should have a look. You can have a look and reach out to IDL Solutions at edcuration.com. Their digital platform for dyslexia, dyscalculia, and associated learning difficulties creates personalized and adaptive lesson plans for individual students or whole groups. They also have a multiplication tables check and a dyscalculia screener, all linked in the episode notes. Find them at EdCuration, and you can ask a question, request information, or schedule a demo. If you haven't already done so, take a minute to set up your own dashboard where you can select favorites, 
take and keep notes and create comparison spreadsheets to collaborate with team members. While you're there, check out our professional learning options, trending topics, and free pilot opportunities. Thanks for joining us. We hope you'll tune in again next week to the Ed Curation Podcast, where we're reshaping learning.